Hello, Johns Creek. My name is Cleve Gaddis. I live right here in the city of Johns Creek. I've been here for 21 years with my family. Live in a subdivision in the middle of the community called Doublegate. Been there for a long time. And I'm going to have a discussion today with a good friend of mine, Brian Weaver. Brian, I got a question for you, man. Why, you're running for mayor of the city of Johns Creek. Yes, I am. Like, my question for you is why? I don't know that I would do that to myself. That's opening yourself up to a lot of criticism and a lot of service and a lot of time and obligation. Why do you want to be mayor? Well, Cleve, as you well know, you know my record. I've been living in the city over 20 years. Yes. I've been working in the city over 37 years. Yes. As a law enforcement officer. That says it all right yes. there. Yes, yes. I mean, protect and serve. I've been serving in the community, always trying to make a difference. Yep. Always trying to make things better. Yep. To help people to do the right thing and to make Johns Creek a premier city. And so I don't want to uh, have you sit in judgment of prior elected officials. You and I have known all the elected officials who've been Absolutely. here since December of 2006 when the city was founded, or December 2005 right. when the city was founded. So w w did you see some opportunities where you being on city council, and you were on city council, in fact, I want to circle back in a minute and talk yes. about your resignation because I don't quite understand why you had to resign. I okay. assume there's a reason. We'll do that in a second. But did you see uh, elected officials uh doing some things that maybe you thought you could do better? Well, I guess overall, like you said, I've been knowing all of the elected officials back in the since day. Since the very when, beginning. Since the very beginning. Right. So, of course, uh, being in law enforcement, you always try to make things better. Right. I didn't understand what was going on in city council Understood. because I wasn't a politician. I wasn't an elected official. Yep. But I always looked at things from the law enforcement side. Yep. Like, what can we do better? How yep. can we improve? Yep. How can we make the city safer? Those were the things I would always think about, quality of life issues. Mm -hmm. Those are the things that I'm passionate about. That's why I think I can make a difference, and that's why I think I can be your next mayor. And as a taxpaying citizen, you know, those are things that are important to me. How can we make the government function the best? How can we get it to provide the best services to the residents of the community? And, you know, how can we make it um, a little more proactive? Uh, the truth is, is that Johns Creek can have the tendency to be a little stuck in the past, and I understand that because right. I was president of the Johns Creek Community Association, and we have a lot to do with that. But the reality is, is that things need to be very different 10 years from now than they are today. We need to be vibrant. We need to be attractive. We need to make sure we keep our younger generations here. And I know those are things that you are interested in. Let's talk just a second, Brian, about you resigned from city council. I think you and I were on the phone two weeks ago, if I remember correctly, uh, or maybe it was a little bit longer than that, and you resigned. Why did you resign? Was it something that was necessary? Talk to me about that. Well, Cleve, I resigned to make sure, to ensure that the Johns Creek taxpayers don't have to pay for a special election to fill my seat. If I resign sometime in July, that would give the Fulton County Board of Election enough time to put my post on the ballot in November. So if you'd have stayed until August or September and then resigned, then there would have been another election, and Johns Creek would have had to pay the full fee for that election just like they pay for any election. Absolutely, which would cost wow. the taxpayers almost over $300,000. Wow. And so I made the ultimate sacrifice, Cleve. I resigned first so I could, number one, yep. concentrate on my mayoral campaign and make sure that I'm elected. You'd like to win. Absolutely. <laughs> and make sure go. that I can get to every registered voter here in Johns Creek. Yeah. That's well, you, my goal. You got one. Yeah. You got absolutely. mine for sure. And, by the way, everybody in my family. So you got six. Absolutely. Six and that's votes. what I'm trying to do, get the word out to let the people know that I want to be the next mayor, yep. that I'm passionate about it, I love this city, and I want to make sure that I can take Johns Creek to the next level. Well, uh, Brian, I cannot think of a person that I would prefer to see be mayor of Johns Creek. And I mean that literally. I can't think of anybody else on earth that I would prefer to be mayor of Johns Creek besides you. Let's talk about some of your accomplishments. Um, 
you can talk a little bit of, if you want to about when you were on the police force because you retired as a major. I think you were the uh, second, in uh, second in command with John Street Police Department. That's fascinating, and I loved your service back then, uh, and I thought you gave a very, very balanced perspective to your leadership uh, of those under you. But let's talk about some of the things that you've achieved as a city council member. You've been a city council member for how long? Year and a half. Year and a half. So Since let's talk about let's talk about some of the things that you've accomplished during that time. Do you mind if we start? I think there was something to do with coronavirus relief that Absolutely. you were instrumental in. Let's talk about that. Absolutely. As you well know that the federal government provided funds to each city right. here in our country to help them with the pandemic, yep. pandemic relief, yep. basically called the CARES Act, right. uh, the Corona Aid Relief Economic Security okay. Act. Okay. That provided each city with money coming from the federal government to provide them with things that they needed, whether it's yeah. PPEs, whether it's the uh, grants for their businesses, whether it's opportunities for needy families. Right. Whatever the city decided to do with that money, it was up to the city. Right. Johns Creek was the only city, only city, Cleveland, North Fulton, that put the money back into our economy. We gave the money back to our business owners, really? our small businesses, wow. and also the families in need. Wow. All of the money. We put it back into our account. Every bit of it. So Every didn't use it for any city expenses, actually put it all back into the to, to the taxpayers and the business owners. Absolutely. Wow. Besides paying our first responders. Wonderful. Absolutely. Wonderful. Absolutely. Wonderful. Now, were you involved in something to do with hate crimes? Absolutely. Uh, we so also was the second city here in North Fulton that passed a hate crime ordinance. Okay. That's to make sure that no one or any family will be targeted right. because of their race, their religion, or their sexual orientation. Yep. That's very important to make sure everybody feels safe yep. here in Johns Creek. And that's what it's all about, too, Cleve, is making sure this is a safe place for all families. Mm -hmm. All families, and not just some of them, all families. And that's something you supported for. Absolutely. You supported and you voted for it. Is that correct? Absolutely. Am I understanding that correctly? And being in law enforcement, that's very important to me that people feel safe. Yep. Yep. A couple of other things. You and I actually went to some committee meetings together uh, for the last several months. I was a member of the town center advisory committee, and Absolutely. I think you were a liaison between the city council and the advisory committee. Let's talk to us about that. I happen to have very progressive ideas about a city center. I love to go to Roswell. I love to go to Alpharetta. I love to go to Duluth. I'd rather just love to go to Johns Creek, right. but there's no place for me to love to go to here. And it's, you know, I don't want extra traffic. I don't want extra kids in the schools. I get all of that. I understand the complaints, but I want a city center. Cleve, you're not the only one. I can tell you when I was out on the campaign trail in 2019, yep. I saw people loading up in limousines and Ubers. To go to Buckhead. To go to Buckhead. To, to go to take, Roswell. And take all their money down there with them and leave it there. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And they told me, Brian, give us something to do here in Johns Creek so we can stay in Johns Creek on the weekend. And I never forgot that because that was very important. These are residents here in Johns Creek want to improve their quality of life want to have entertainments. They were going to festivals, wine tasting contests, concerts, all over the metro area, but none of them were staying here in Johns Creek, mm -hmm. and it was all Johns Creek residents. So Wait. they're taking their money and spending it in other cities. And you know what? In addition, businesses today, they don't want to relocate their offices anywhere that's not walkable, that the younger people won't have a good lifestyle. So if we don't solve the problem, we're going to be missing out on businesses who would be interested. And we have one of the largest, in terms of size, office parks in the city. Absolutely. Located right, I mean, in the city of Atlanta exactly. is located right here in the city of Johns Creek. Absolutely. Johns Creek, as you well know, Cleve, is a 
almost 90,000 residents. That's right. High 80s. Yep. 32 square miles. Yep. That's huge. That's right. That's huge. We have to make sure Johns Creek is a destination, not just a cut through. And in order to do that, we have to be progressive thinkers. Having a town center is very important to a lot of people here. They want Johns Creek to be a destination. Yep. They want to have somewhere to go to, to watch a play, to watch a concert, to go to fine dining, have a five-star hotel where you can have a wedding, family reunions, or whatever you need to have. But we want it here, here. in Johns Creek because there's here. an opportunity here. Yep, and you've got to create some additional uh, oomph. You've got to have some additional activity. You've got to have stuff going on. Let's sw change gears for just a second. Absolutely. I think you and I both know how we feel about the uh, Newtown Center, and hopefully all voters in Johns Creek will support that. When we became a city in 2005, the mandate was that taxes could not be raised without a referendum of the community. The truth is, is that there's some ability to do that at this point, but... A big discussion was what's going to happen with all of our stormwater facilities when we become a city from the county, and nobody really would ever acknowledge that, hey, you know what, the county used to pay for it. As soon as we're not part of the county, they're not going to pay for it anymore. Exactly. And, Brian, I am guessing that we have ignored, all capital letters, ignored this problem for the last 15 years. What's happened now? Well, two weeks ago, Cleve, I want to make sure I make this clear. Okay. I want to make sure before I resign from city council yep. that we pass a stormwater ordinance. Perfect. That was very important. Perfect. Because a lot of people have suffered over the years. We received When videos. you say people suffered, I'm sorry to speak over you, but meaning like their backyards their backyard, eroding away because washing of, away yeah. because of the neglect of stormwater. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that we're doing something. We put in our mouth, our money where our mouth mm -hmm. are, you know, to make sure we're doing something. So we had to pass this, and I wanted to make sure we passed the stormwater ordinance before I resigned. That was very important to me, and we did pass it. So now it's time to get to work. We hired three people okay. that would do nothing but stormwater inspection. Yep. We bought them three vehicles. Okay. They started to work July the 1st. So they're just going to give an inventory of everything Absolutely. And, and, and give you notes as to what needs to be done. And Absolutely. I love that. That's and I tell people all the time, it's just like if you drive your car around for 15 years and you never get it serviced. Yep. Sooner or later, the engine light comes on. <laughs> well, and, the and truth is, comes on. let's say that the, the infrastructure was still good. Absolutely. All the stormwater systems full of dirt. Right. So it's not as, there's doesn't have as much capacity as it exactly. used to. So that is so great. We talked with Paul Michaud, and I'm sorry to go from subject to subject here, but we talked with Paul Michaud, a retired lieutenant, Johns Creek Police Department, Fulton County as well, and you recently. In fact, if you're interested in learning more about this, you want to go search online and find our podcast or our videos on this subject. But talk to me about the mobile crisis unit and your role in bringing that initiative to the city of Johns Creek. Well, Cleve, when I found out that that was an opportunity for Johns Creek to have a behavioral health care technician riding with our police officers, to help de-escalate situations where our police officers were responding to, I could not pass up that opportunity. Right. I thought it was a great opportunity, and I made sure that we got involved, that we signed the MOU with the state of Georgia to make sure this happened. This eliminates or relieves the burden of our police officer. It helped our families who are in need. Yep. It helped the officers continue to be engaged with those individuals who are in need and to make sure that this situation does not escalate it de-escalate instead of escalates because that's when we have problems that's when someone is seriously injured or killed and we see it all all over the country is happening and that's why Johns Creek was the first here in North Fulton to have the mobile crisis unit and now a lot of other cities are following our foot uh, following our uh, 
footprint yep. to make sure that they do the same thing because it's needed all over the country. Yep, love it, love it. And if you want more information on that, search on Google. Type in Mogul, Johns Creek Mobile Crisis Unit, maybe Brian Weaver. You'll find a video on that somewhere. You'll have lots and lots of good details. Now, I want to ask you a quick question. Sure. So uh, I want you to round to the nearest whole number how much it's cost the city of Johns Creek to have a mobile crisis unit. Zero. That was the best part of it, Cleve. No impact on the budget. However, we are taxpayers. Yes. So it's so we're, we're paying, we're, but, but to the state of Georgia. To the state so we're of Georgia. getting some of the money we're paying the state of Georgia back, which Absolutely. is excellent. Absolutely. Excellent. Yep. Absolutely. So we're getting something in return, something we never had, and it's benefiting the whole community, and it reduces the opportunity or the chances that our police officers are injured. Yep, love it. Four or five months ago, maybe even longer than that, Brian, you mentioned to me a program that had something to do with Explorers, and I don't remember what you said, but I think there's a program that was that was started in this. T- talk to me about, I think, it's, is it called the Explorers Program? Absolutely. Okay. It's called the Public Safety Explorers Program. Okay. Okay. That was an initiative that started to try to bridge the gap between our youth and our community, okay. especially our police force. Right. Give them an opportunity to see how public safety works, to see if there's a career path for them in public safety, right? to see if they're interested in it, and at the same time, bridge the gap, have that communication, and increase public trust, because that's the way you do it, by engaging with our youth, engaging with our community, and bringing the police department to the community. And think of how many young kids don't really understand how many young kids look at a police officer negatively because maybe things they've heard their parents say and to get that uh, just create that relationship and and you know one thing I learned I was Paul Michaud's roommate in the leadership John's Creek program and he's a human he's a man he's just like me he thinks the same things he bleeds like me he worries about the same things police officers are people too and and the reality is is getting to know them is good for the community let's finish this up unless you have any other things you'd like to talk about about the Macedonia Cemetery uh, I think that was something that uh, an ordinance to protect it, I think, if I remember correctly, was passed during your tenure on the city council. Yes. I'd like to know a little bit more about that. Well, I mean, you said it all, Cleve. It's making Sorry. sure. <laughs> I, already that, t- I already took your thunder. Yeah, well, <laughs> you said it to make yep. sure that we protect those who cannot protect themselves. We are a voice for those voices that can't be heard, mm-hmm. people who are buried in cemeteries, to make sure that any type of criminal behavior will be dealt with or any type of uh, – damages yep. or trespassing is a violation. And, and if I remember correctly, where's Macedonia Cemetery? Is that on uh, Old Alabama? No, it's no. on Metlock Bridge and the State Bridge right by the car wash. Oh, it's on the back side of St. Ives, between St. Ives and the car wash. In that little undeveloped piece right, behind exactly. the Publix and the car wash. Absolutely. Oh, I did not know where that was. And a lot of people and, don't. Well, I think, did we always know it was there? It was always there, but we didn't know it was We there. didn't know about it. That's right. what I was thinking, and we right. figured it out, and so now we've taken steps to protect it. And Absolutely. what's very interesting, you know, Johns Creek tends to be a fairly conservative place. Right. And, and, I, and I, sh- I shouldn't blanket statement anything, but tends to be fairly conservative. The reality is, is even those of us who think we ought to be fiscally conservative, who think we ought to mind our business and stay out of other people's lives, the reality is there is a certain segment of people – people who are dead, who need somebody to stand up for their rights. Absolutely. And I, I admire the fact that you're willing to do that. Not everybody Absolutely. has the guts to do that in this area of the world. Absolutely. And that's part of the achievements that our council, I have to say, we all stood up and said, hey, we're for this, we're unanimously approved. And we all agree that we need to make sure that it's protected. It's part of our history. It's something that we need to be mindful of. And we need to make sure that it's a line item in our budget to make sure it's taken care of and preserved because it should be a historical site. And that is the long-term 
and the long range goals to make sure that's protected. The city is in the process now or is obtaining the property yep. to make sure we could do those things and put certain things in place to make it part of our history. Love it. I'm proud of that. So long story short, if somebody's listening and they are a registered voter in the city of Johns Creek, it's too, is it too late for them to register for the election? No. Because so they, if you're not a registered voter, you can register up until when? Do you know? I think until early voting. Until early voting? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's really pretty cool. And so what can people do if they're interested in helping you? What can they do to help you become the next mayor? They can vote for Brian Weaver. Vote for Brian Weaver. Okay, that's first fall. How about putting signs in yards? Signs in yards. Tell their friends. Make sure their family uh, votes, and most important, make sure they vote. Love they it. So, vote. And if somebody had questions and they wanted you to provide answers to those questions, how would they reach out to you? Do you they have a, a website? Have a website. Okay. Brian Weaver for Johns Creek.com. Okay. They can also reach out to our web, our uh, email address. Okay. Which is Brian Weaver for JC at gmail.com. Okay. And also, uh, we have a phone number uh, for our campaign, which is 404 913 3252. Perfect. So if anybody has questions, reach out directly to Brian. Uh, if you don't like the answers Brian gives you, call me, and I'll see if I can get him to change his answer. And if you can't remember any of that, yep. just Google me. Just Brian Weaver. All of that information will be on Google. B-R-I-A-N-W-E-A-V-E-R for, right. yeah, for Mayor of Johns <laughs> Creek. You've been listening to Cleve Gaddis, a Johns Creek resident for 21 years, visiting with Brian Weaver, who is a very good close friend of mine and who I believe is going to be the next mayor of the Absolutely. city of Johns Creek. Thanks also, for being with us. Also a 20-year resident, also Cleve. That's true. Don't forget that. Between the two of us, we've been here for 41 40 years. years. That's right. <laughs> Take care and thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for having me.